And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Second week of the Suts and Butts Fantasy Football Podcast with your host, Benjamin Flocka. I'm flanked by the two wonderful gentlemen, Sean McLaughlin. What up, what up, guys? And the commish, Scotty Barlick. I'm here. Come, so- Scott coming in with the heat. How are we feeling today, gentlemen? We feeling good? Could be better. Could be better. All right, Scott, what about you? I found out I'm leaving Miami in a week from now, so things couldn't be better in my head. Yikes, you're moving to South Carolina where it's going to be underwater. North Carolina, and I'm bringing my canoe, so it's all everything. Oh, <laughs> uh, you'll be fine. All right. Now, before we get into the festivities today, it's only appropriate that we take a moment of silence for our fallen Steel City champion, Mac Miller, who passed away on Friday from a drug overdose. So we can all remove our caps, take the next, we'll just take a slight pause so that we can all appreciate how great Kids as an opening mixtape was. Thank you very much. Rest in peace, Mac. Rest in peace, Mac. Rest in peace and peace. All right. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for respecting our fallen brother, Mac Miller. And now into the juices for today's podcast. We're going to begin by reviewing the previous week. We're going to preview each matchup, and then we've got a special guest coming on at the end, so make sure you don't go away. Starting off the review, we've got your boy, Benjamin Flocka, coming in with a nice 140 versus Isaac with a 128. I got very lucky. Who was the favorite, spread-wise? I was last week. What was the line? By, um, let me see if the line is still there. I'm not entirely sure. The line was, oh, no, Isaac was the favorite by four. Ooh, Ooh. everyone loves an underdog. <laughs> yeah, but I'll say I got very lucky with D-Jack putting up 30 points. Yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick was feeling himself, and you definitely were somebody who benefited from that. I reaped all the benefits from that. I did not deserve that win at all. But what are you going to do? Normally, 128 is perfectly fine for a nice, secure win in this league. But Right, exactly. I mean, if you look at the rest of the leaderboards, 128 would have won against everybody except Eric's God Squad. And they you. Would have barely lost to Christian. Mm-hmm. And then we move into... Amodio versus Luff. Luff curb stomped him. 97 to 78. Luff was the favorite by five. Coming in with what Patty Mahomes put up 30. He won this with the guy getting zero and his Travis Kelsey getting 0.6. That's impressive. I'm so poor. Okay, I got my scores up. I'm not going to lie. I fumbled, I fumbled it a little bit there, but we're back. It's it's been a long day. Dude, and Luff left points on the bench with Tyler Lockett. If mm. you would put him in instead of Fitz. Or if you would put him in instead of Doug Baldwin. Well, because Baldwin went, Baldwin went down early, so. There were a lot of receivers that went down early this week. Goodwin or Godwin, whichever one that was in San, San Francisco. I was yeah. wondering why, how he put up a zero. Travis Kelsey putting up .6 almost makes my Jimmy Graham call look good, too, considering I think he got like .9 or something. <laughs> yeah, that really that really inflates your score there, Scott. <laughs> the whole point three. Mahomes Mahomes doesn't like the big tight end in the middle, I guess. No, Mahomes <laughs> wants to air it out. The boy was sling and his arm looked good. Yeah, Tyreek Hill and 
Kareem, Kareem didn't even do anything that game. Kareem or Hill just stole all the looks. Yeah, that's because Hill just has speed for days. Did anybody score points in that Buffalo game? Like, I know that McCord wasn't <laughs> alone in getting, like, I mean, you would think, like, they still had offensive possessions. Who, did anybody get points? That's been about Kelvin Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin got one. Let me check yeah. just to make sure, but I'm pretty sure he got one. That's yeah, just surprising to see, like, you know, even in a game like that, you would expect, like, McCoy still to get his 2.1 is pretty, uh, pretty unfortunate. Yeah, that was one of your RB ones. That Buffalo game was gross. That was and then, yeah, I mean it was bad. And then Kenyon Drake, he was. They had the five-hour delay in Miami, so all the momentum that he ever had was just stifled with the yeah. uh, delays. And Joku yeah, I, with one point three in uh, the monsoon that was Cleveland. Jake was just really a product of shitty circumstances this week, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm with you there. I don't think Jake can hang his head. I, I think he, I mean, his top guys did what they were supposed to do, Demarius Keenan, Tom. And then, I mean, and Joku, you're not going to expect a ton from, but you expect more than that. Yeah, even and Bilal Powell, uh, defense, his defense scored two touchdowns. I mean, they were really never, uh, it's just not a good situation for your running back and then either whenever you're hardly on the field. Right, exactly. And then we move into uh, Showmack versus Jake Gana. Again, uh, uh, another curb stomping. Sean even uh, opened as almost 10-point favorites. Yeah, 78 points is pretty pathetic, Sean. It was rough. My uh, wide receivers were not involved in these game plans. They had some tough defenses they had to play against in St. Louis and Jacksonville. Probably should have switched them out, but I really felt that they were going to do it. And yeah. that five-hour break did not help Derrick Henry get loose. No, Sean, no, Sean, Sean. What didn't help Derrick Henry is uh, Deion Lewis is a thousand times better than him. It is going to get all the touches. You can say all the shit you want and group me about he's a whatever you said. I wasn't sure if you meant that he was like an 8-12 to 12 down back or an 8-12 to 12 game back. <laughs> I didn't even really understand that comment. Deion, really Deion Lewis is an 8-12. to 12, He makes he plays 8-12 to 12 games a year. That's about well, it. On what basis? Where where is that coming from? His history. He's ha- he's had multiple knee injuries, concussion. Didn't Derrick Henry get hurt last year or something? No. That so was just, Demarco. So he, so he just got he was back out. up. He just got out by Demarco. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're good situation there for you as well. Yeah. It was all right. It was a rough week. We'll bounce back. One, mean, yeah. one on one going in the next week. After Aaron, next week, yeah. Aaron Rodgers coming spot. back from the dead and putting out buckets didn't help you either. I fucking hate that dude. Yeah, him and Devontae Adams. I really thought I had this in the bag, and then Aaron Rodgers came back from the dead. They shot him up with some bullshit. Really want to look into that. It's a Russian gas, man. Eighteen points out of your defense will always bode well. For your scoring too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mine put up thirteen, so I wasn't even mad that like, like mine was right there. That's five points. I shouldn't be mad about that. My wide receivers need to get more than three points. No, and Jake Anna even spotted you three tenths of a point. Yeah. yeah. Did Legarrette ever come back, or did he just die? No, too? he got hurt. It didn't even look like I, I thought it when I was watching the game. I thought it looked like a worse injury than I think it ended up being. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have a questionable or anything by his name right now, so he might not be hurt. Yeah, but, I mean, he was—he did leave that game with an injury. 
And then looking at the next week with the Strats Bowl, barn burner. Christian putting up 130 versus Danner's 112. Danner came in as a seven-point favorite, too. And once uh, <coughs> Christian lost uh, Jack McKinnon, we thought it was game over for him. And he yeah. had multiple people put up for him. But I mean, he does for net. Nobody knows what that's going to be up with him. Or at least I haven't seen a report yet saying how Fournette's actually doing. Yeah, was, they said it was a hamstring injury, and he did try a couple snaps in the second half, but I guess he just didn't see the Giants as a reasonable reason to uh, risk any further injury. So I pulled and, I pulled up um, his roto wire real quick. Fournette is sitting uh, all three of the team practices this week and will still play uh, Sunday. Yeah, I don't think that means much for him not taking practice. Um. The getting 26 points out of the crow on top, like I said, with the defenses. If you get 26 points out of the crow and you lose, that that is not a good look. That yeah. is not a good look. I guess I found out where all those Jets offensive points. Were. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Danner, I guess, kind of left points on the bench because he could have started, but like, you weren't going to start Marshawn over Chris Carson and then put um, Randall Cobb in the slot. So I get, like, I mean, Danner played it the right way. There wasn't really anything he could do. Yeah. Uh, uh, Robbie Anderson getting a touchdown was a surprise for me, too. I mean, past Sam Darnold being your quarterback, just in general, I thought he's uh, – I mean, I guess Anderson only had one reception, so that's not really saying much, but I guess he, if you make the most It was a 44-yard touchdown, yeah. so. Make, yeah. make the most of it. Um, but, I mean, that was a surprise for me watching the game. I kind of forgot he was even playing. I was – Pretty convinced that he was suspended, even though I didn't hear that he was suspended. But yeah, I'm pretty sure he had three felony convictions over this, or not convictions. We don't, not to elude who our guest is going to be, but Alex not, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a lawyer, but uh, I, I'm pretty sure he got arrested and had three felony charges. So good for him, honestly. Make most of your opportunities, son. Make your money while you can. Speaking of that, I'm Murdoch LLC. Tough week. Going up Rough. against <laughs> Eric's God Squad. A hundred and almost sixty to eighty-four. The line stood <laughs> twenty-one point favorites for Eric. I mean Eric almost doubled his points. That's an unreal score. Which I mean, should be noted. Well, which should be noted. Eric is the first winner of the highest scoring. Uh, team in week one, which means he does win $25, and we will get that money sent over to him via whichever one he wants, Venmo, Cash App, or we can just get um, have Sean send some cash your way <laughs> or the other, but he did win, and it wasn't talked about. I think people kind of forgot that that was an aspect of our league, but congratulations, Eric, on the, the first win of the season and the first win of the season. Capital, capital letters on that win. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you were talking earlier about defense, and uh, Murdoch's defense did not help him, giving him minus nine points. I literally just highlighted that. <laughs> I was going to bring it up. You can't yeah. win when your defense is taking away a full touchdown yeah. from you. It, he got he got Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's whenever you just get bent over and fucked hard. <laughs> hard. When you were not when you were not expecting it. it yeah. It's basically rape. I mean, no, I was gonna say a lot. A lot of people call it rape. That was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fucking hell, I couldn't imagine. 
And then moving into the last game, the commish, Scotty Barlick putting up 89 versus Scalise's 118. Scotty coming in as a, as six and a half point favorites. It's all bad, came man. up again. Another one. Man. I was, uh, honestly, after the one o'clock game, like, okay, like right around three o'clock, your boy was feeling good. I'm not even going to act like I wasn't feeling good. Me and Ben were in Discord. We were talking, and I, I believe I even uttered the words, Ben, my team is nice. I want to retract that statement. My team is not nice. They're fucking assholes. And uh, I, I think, Jimmy Graham, you did outscore Travis Kelsey, but I sucked your dick so hard last week, and you give me .8 points. In a shootout, like they were, th- I think Aaron Rodgers threw the ball almost 50 plus times. Yeah, I mean, obviously he was like getting, pulling triple coverage, and that's how Cobb kept getting open. So you know, it sucks. Sucks to be that guy, I guess. No, I and I'm pretty sure I just talked about how if you get like 18 points out of your defense and you don't win, that's pretty pathetic. <laughs> yeah. Good thing Baltimore defense only got 17. And Doesn't outscored all defense. of your offensive players besides Andrew Luck. Yeah, McCafferty was a it was a pretty big letdown, but that game was such. A, I don't know if anybody watched that game was just shit to watch. It was just it was it was not a good game on either for either teams. Uh, the fumble always hurts, and then Collins. I I just think it was a matter of being a part of a forty-seven to three win. I don't think much was happening all around. I mean, who scored their points? Probably the receivers, because uh, who were the other running backs? Yeah, I'm um, pretty sure all three of their new receivers that they just signed scored a touchdown for sure. Yeah, so I, uh, I think that was a bit of an issue. Yeah, Kenneth Dixon had a touchdown. Willie Sneed had a touchdown. Alex Collins had the first touchdown of the game. Yeah. Then John Brown, Crabtree. Yeah. Um, We're just Alex Collins is just waiting for AFC North. That's whenever once that play starts, that's whenever they start running the ball, and that's when the points start really getting in. So, do you you think Christian McCaffrey doesn't put up points because his name is McCaffrey? (laughs) You calling him out right now? (laughs) I think Christian McCaffrey doesn't score points because he plays on my team. I was I just I, I was just asking because it wasn't the first time that you've called him Christian McCafferty, and I don't know who and Christian McCafferty. I don't think is in the NFL. I was just asking. Well, he should consider changing his name because it might go well for him. <laughs> it might help. Right. But Scalise, we we should probably talk about Scalise's team because we talked about mine the other time. I mean, Kenny Stills getting twenty six points was a dagger in the heart for more reasons than one to me. Uh, and Jay Gay. Pretty much the only player that showed up on Thursday was was I, I I'm not I was feeling good but I wasn't feeling great after that and then Goff got his and then Zeke is just always going to eat it's just the way it goes yeah. I guess and you compare it he won that matchup because McCaffrey 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 versus Zeke <laughs> won and Zeke wins Zeke handily. Yeah, it wasn't very close. Joining us now, we've got the smartest man, arguably, in the Fantasy Football League. The man, the myth, the legend, Adam Murdoch, LLC. Welcome to the pod, buddy. How you feeling? Oh, boys, I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling I'm going to get that week two victory, get back to one and one. Sorry, Sean. (laughs) Oh, we're we're in a dogfight. It's all right. Now, we asked you earlier, you said no, but I'm going to ask again anyway. Would you like to comment at all on last week? 
like I said, the only thing I'm going to say about last week is that it didn't matter who Eric was playing. He was going to win. So I don't feel bad that my team only put up 84 points. Get it out of the way now. Hey. Next week and from here on out, I'm good to go. They yeah, picked a good picked a good <laughs> week to score a, 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 sm- a, a modest amount of points. You know, don't waste it when you're playing the God team. That's like, right. I don't I don't need to score 120 to lose by 30. I'm fine yeah. with losing by <laughs> whatever. Honestly, I want. that's just that's just good coaching. And I think everybody should respect that. That's just good coaching. Yeah, I benched the starters in the fourth quarter when I knew it was over. <laughs> 100% agree. All right, before we get into this week, we've got an ad for you, boys. Sean locked this one up, and I give Sean a ton of credit for this because I didn't think we were going to be able to get it. OJ Simpson's Uber service. It's killer. And now jumping into this week's games, we've got, starting off with me, Benjamin Flock of Flockus Fancy Fox versus uh, Jacob Odio, Brady and the Tramp. Opening up, I'm 10-point favorites. That How does it make, make you feel? Not, not good. Not good at all. <laughs> You've seen how the favorites went down last week. I know. I wanted a dog last week. I wanted to stay a dog. But uh, I don't know. I never know. I feel good. I always feel good because James Conner proved he's a workhorse or that Le'Veon Bell is a system running back. You pick whichever one you want. <laughs> I, I think he's a system running back. Honestly, that's what I took away from the. That's tying the Browns. <laughs> well, D'Angelo Williams did really well whenever Bell was down. James Conner's done really well since Bell's been down in previous seasons, even in last year, even. And the offensive line is top ten. I yeah, should I say that no surprise. Steelers' offensive line is very good, and yeah. I mean, you know, James Conner's a hell of an athlete. So I wasn't surprised. I was surprised to see him put up the numbers he did, but I wasn't surprised to see him do well. James Conner beat cancer, but he couldn't beat the Browns. Whoa! Okay. What does that what does that say? What does that say about cancer or the Browns? Cancer's not as tough as we thought it was. <laughs> I think that the Browns are tougher than we thought. <laughs> no, that, no, that can't be right. Nah. I, that's a that's a toss up. I have no idea. Yeah, that can't be right. Um, you got you uh, just off the rip. I think Brady's a little better than Kirk Cousins. I think you're lacking there, but I think your running backs after week one, I mean, the points definitely reflect it, but I just think the eye test as well. You definitely got better running backs on your side. I think that's something to uh, be, be confident about going into this week. Yeah, and Tom Brady plays Jacksonville. Yeah, that's they have a, their defense is as good as advertised again, but no respect for Deshaun Jackson. I mean, the man put up how many points last week, and they're projecting him six. He put up 30 last week. I, yeah. I fell into that one. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to start him again. Probably not. But then again, looking at my bench, I don't really have anybody, so I'm probably going to have to. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying he's going to put up 30 again, but he's, I mean, you know, he's a threat. Yeah. Yeah. He's still, he's good for like one, maybe one long touchdown. Maybe. Right. And the most important thing about him is he just seems healthy this year. The past couple of years, there's been a, you know, a lot of hype around him, but he's ended up getting hurt early or just had nagging injuries, and he really doesn't seem to be nursing anything this year. And I think that definitely bodes well for, uh, you know, him moving forward and has a, a high ceiling, which is a good situation for you. Yeah, we'll definitely take that. Plus, Fitzmagic, he went to Harvard, so. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say, did anyone pick up how many times they said it during the game? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, I wish I would have been paying attention. He can read books and he can read defenses. It's a good <laughs> Next, we've got Luff versus Jake Anna. Uh, Luff coming in as a third of a point favorite. Tight. 
tight, tight game. What are uh, we what did, here? What did Matt Breda do last week? Anything? Uh, Matt Breda uh, had he had five points last week. To be fair, uh, Luff has projected zero for Doug Baldwin. So true. So he'll probably put uh, Lockett in that position. Yeah. So that's another. He's a favorite. That's projected yeah. seven points there. You know what, guys? This was a problem last year with you guys not taking care of your rosters by. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, no. is recorded on Wednesday. Have your roster set. I want a hard <laughs> set by seven. Give me seven p.m. on Wednesday, so I don't look like a fucking idiot every time I do this. Okay. I just noticed it too, so you're good. But thank you for picking that up, Murdoch, because I wasn't going to mention it. I have to notice. I think uh, an important note is you look. Patty, Patty Mahomes beat out Garoppolo for the starting position. Garoppolo had a lot of hype going into this year, and he's going with the young shooter. The, the thrill seeker. I, I you must not like our defense. I was I was firmly in the camp that Patty Mahomes was going to suck. <laughs> I'm kind of looking like an idiot. Same. <laughs> I, I'm right there with you. So I'm riding shotgun in that in that on that bus. It's I'm cool, ready though. to die on that hill still. <laughs> well, He's a gunslinger. It's going to be is. interesting with Aaron uh, going to Minnesota. I mean, obviously Aaron Rodgers cannot do what he did last week, where he's dead and then comes back. But I mean. Is he questionable? Is he actually, like, the knee injuries did not look good. Uh, 20, I don't know. 2018 Science says you can play without an ACL, and I think that's kind of what's going on with him right now. So, I, I, Or on a lot of drugs. I was going to say, yeah, he's got that fat paycheck, so he figures, oh. fucking juice me up, and then if I die, I die. He's just Dana, Dana Fitzpatrick, or what's her name? Is that Dana Fitzpatrick? Dana has just been giving him Kegel massages all week on his knee, just absolutely riding him like a horse. God, <laughs> I don't think that's how you do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you know what those are, Scott. No, yeah. <laughs> imagine, no, imagine if she was just, you know, straddling him like a horse and then just performing Kegels. It'd be like a, a small, soft tissue massage. I don't know that that would help his knee, though. <laughs> That's why we have the expletive next to us. <laughs> we're an explicit podcast? Oh, yeah. we're bad boys. That's yeah. The bad boys of podcasting. You can curse if you want to. It's fine. <laughs> nope, nobody listens to us anyway, except for the yeah. group chat. And then my mom sometimes. That's about it. For now. Yeah. True. For now. We're going to take off here shortly. <laughs> Especially yeah. with our first guest, our first recurring guest. I am recurring guest. I'll play her in still. You've been on as many podcasts as Scott, and Scott is a host this year. Yeah. Wow. So, congratulations. Yeah, wow, that is a high honor. <laughs> Feels bad. And then moving into the next week, Christian Schratz, winner of the Schratz Bowl, going up against Isaac. Um, Isaac is uh, seven-point favorites. Yeah. Sean Watson looking good? Real yeah, question mark? I think Royce, Royce Raymond's poised for a big week. I mean, he didn't do anything last week. No, I know. I think I think he's going to put it together this week against Oakland, though. I mean, who do they have on that defense? Without Khalil Mack, mm-hmm. they're, they're not. Oh, there. yeah, they're Swiss cheese. Yeah. Yeah, Isaac's got some nice defensive matchups besides Gronk, but, I mean, Gronk's going to Gronk, so. Gronk, Gronk doesn't right. have a defensive matchup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's another player that is just seems to always be played by injury who's, who didn't look – all that bad last week and looked like he might be healthy. So, I mean, that's just an awesome thing for Isaac, for sure. Yeah. If he can stay healthy, he's, I mean, he's unbeatable. Yeah. yeah. They literally run the same play I run in Madden every day with <laughs> just running up the middle of the field, splitting the same. <laughs> yeah, verticals. And then, I mean, and the great thing Isaac has going for him, too, is that Russell's going to Chicago. 
And Chicago mm. looked, Chicago's defense yeah. looked good for yeah. three, three quarters that game. I think if they played anybody but the Packers, they win that game. I just, yeah. I, I think it's just the Packers. Mm. Right, they killed them. The newsflash, apparently Mac is good at football and might get <laughs> the money that he was given. <laughs> Can't be confirmed yet. And then Criminal small sample size. Yeah, small sample size, but. I mean, what? Yeah, he did. He really only have one good quarter, though. I mean, he only heard his name in that second quarter, but they were getting shredded in the second. I mean, what? He had a, he had a pick, a touchdown, a fumble recovery, sack yeah, or two. Ever. He's the first, first player ever to have a fumble, fumble, forced fumble, fumble recovery, pick, pick six, and a sack all in the same quarter. Which yeah, absurd. I think he's done it twice now. Actually, that's kind of good. Why? Fuck me. Yeah, yeah, I think he's worth the money. Mm-hmm. Josh Gordon, uh, looking for a, a better week than last week. What one reception last week for a touchdown? Maybe getting a little bit, getting a little more points this week, and uh, not a torrential downpour potentially could uh, help Versace, the, the current holder of Versace. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think he, I think he gets, uh, I think he gets some more snaps this week too, more than likely. True yeah. point. I kind of forgot about that. He missed the entire training camp. It was on a snap count or a snap count last week. They said. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and they're going to the dome in New Orleans, so you don't even have to worry about the weather. You just let the horse run. The uh, the crow too, looking for uh, maybe to keep that Cinderella going. Twenty six points last week, maybe putting up another twenty six spot this week would be a good situation. Yeah, and as long as Fournette's healthy, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what Vegas is thinking with that line. I think it's a little bit much. Because there's a lot of there's ch- there's chance on Christian's side. Yeah, what what sure. is what is Fournette's status? Is he questionable? Is right? he He'll probably play. He's not practicing all week. Yeah, yeah. I don't see him not playing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely not. And like I was telling them, we talked about it earlier in the podcast. Fournette took snaps in the second half. He just didn't deem it worth risking any more of an injury than he had. And a hamstring, unless you tear it, there's really not much more you can do to it besides a pull and a pull. You know, as long as it's taken care of, you get those cortisone shots before, you should be in a decent situation. Get on the bike in between uh, on when your team's on defense. Keep it warm. I was going to say, how long does it typically take, former division, former NCAA athlete, Scott? How long, I, well, like, with a – There's it's not, there's no there's – no, you know, straight answer for that. Remember when Dez had one? Dez, like, let it hurt him for, like, seven weeks or so. That was, like, three or four years ago. But, I mean, it was a nagging injury that bothered him forever. But Fournette, I think, is a little tougher of a guy. Um, and I think he has, you know, he, he carries a little more of a workload and knows that he has a, a job to do for them, considering that offense looked miserable without him. Absolutely miserable. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, Blake Bortles has to shoulder the load if he's not in the lineup, and that's just not a good situation. No. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they Small did it in a second. Oh gosh, I'm pretty sure they didn't even get a first down in the second half until like the last five minutes after. I think I think it went like no first downs, no first downs. Eli's finally driving, scores a touchdown. They get the ball back, and then he throws a pick six, and it's like four minutes left in the third quarter. And then finally, uh, Blake gets his first first down in the second half. It was it was literally pathetic to watch. But the biggest, what were you saying? No, by all means, go ahead. The biggest story of this this matchup is. Adrian Peterson. The AP man does AP is back. The man does not die. They try to put him down like an old horse. They took him out back. They put a couple of shots in him. He went home. 
He got better. He came back. And how many points did he have last week? 20. 26. Jeez Louise. And he wasn't even the starter. He was. Right? He was? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah he 20, was. 26 carries. That's a It's him and Chris Thompson there. So Chris Thompson catches all those little screens and checkdowns when he's in there. And AP, they run the fuck out of him. Yeah, and Chris Thompson had a decent week last week, too. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly. Yep. Catching the ball. That's all he does. He's very efficient with it. Now, moving, we're going to skip past the marquee matchup of the team <laughs> today. We're going to move into Scott's game versus Danner. Um, tight game, though. Point seven. Scott's a point seven dog. We, we call that a pick em in the biz. <laughs> Feels good to be the underdog. Feels good. I was going to say, what are you thinking going up against Danner, who's a perennial top player in the league? Looking to shock the world. Just going to shock the world. Need bigger games out of my running backs. That's obvious. Look for, look for my boy McCaffrey Ray to, uh, have a better, to have a better week than last week. And maybe Jimmy Graham will actually play football this week. I would just like to say I'm partial to McCafferty. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I wasn't the only one that caught it. <laughs> it should be noted that Murdoch it wasn't here for the entire first part of the uh, the podcast, so you're in for a real treat when you go back and listen to that and you hear us talk about me mispronouncing McCaffrey. <laughs> I hope you keep butchering it. Honestly, I thought I honestly until you told me I thought it was McCafferty. I know Stand you. Did. By that's, it. Why, that's why I said it. I, um, I like McCafferty. I'm good with it. Thank you. It's like Tyrod. Tyrod. You can't pronounce names right and improper. You have to pick one or the other. We're politically correct and it's Tyrod. I am the only. I'm only politically correct because this is permanent. It's on the internet. Um, it's going to be tough. I mean, Danner's team is obviously explosive. Kareem Hunt, Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham, Marshawn Lynch. I mean, it'll be tough. We'll see how many luck can put up in you know outside of Washington. Right now, Virginia has declared a emergency, a state of emergency. So yeah, I wonder we'll if any of these games. I wonder if any of the NFL games are going to get affected by the hurricane. Is that a? I mean, you would think that they would. We would have heard something by now. But I heard the college football games. You know, Coastal Carolina yeah. played on a Wednesday at like two o'clock to get their game in against Campbell. Yeah, um, the, the only place where it's hitting really is the Carolinas. It's like it's flooding the fuck out of Carolinas, and Carolinas on the road this week, so they don't yeah, have to well, necessarily worry about it. Well, what about Atlanta? Well, Atlanta plays in a dome. They're in a dome. Uh, Arizona and supposed to get rain. Arizona or, they, or not Arizona? Wow, jeez, Louise. I, was gonna say, uh, <laughs> I think this one's okay. Washington. Washington's a question mark. Washington, from what I've heard from my from my sources down in D.C. Um, and they're just experiencing rain. They did get some flooding in Maryland, but it was just on the coast, like just barely on the coast. So they're just going to have, I think, a ton of rain. All right. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So you might want to keep an eye on the weather if you're going to be starting Andy Luck. Oh, you don't have another quarterback, so you have to start to do that. Yeah, we're living or dying by Andy Luck, you know. 30 years in a row. don't have another quarterback? <laughs> no, stop. Didn't pick one up. He's still well, not there. I can still pick up Fitzpatrick. I don't think anybody picked him up off the waiver wire, so we're chill. We're chill right now. <laughs> Fair enough. Good luck on that bye week. I respect. Did Ricky Seals Jr. – oh, yeah, what is he going to buy? Did Ricky Seals Jr. – no, one point. It's Seals Jones. 
<laughs> no, I like Skills Jr. Honestly, dude, they should just let me rename like half the players in this league. I can make this shit so much more interesting. I'm telling you, dude, whenever I input these things after the draft, I end up like looking up names that don't even exist because I look at them once and then I start like recreating them in my mind and I get pissed when I can't find the player. And then I go back and look and I just realize I changed their name. Just a, just a little look into the commissioner's mind, you know, the life of the commissioner. A lot of commission. imagination up there. <laughs> really is a beautiful mind. <laughs> really looking forward to rooting against Antonio Brown this week too. Can't wait. I always I always feel weird with that. Like that's why I was glad whenever I got Bell way you know way back when because I always feel weird rooting about rooting against Steelers in fantasy. Yeah, yeah I hate to do it. Yeah, but I know I refuse to have them on my team. So <laughs> oh, double edged sword there. Go pick yeah. one. Yeah, it's bad. Well, I don't I don't want them on my team because then it's like. If they if they don't produce on the field, then it's like all right, I drafted them, so I jinxed them. Yeah, you got double, you got <laughs> double fucked by them. So uh, I just I just root for them all the time. It's whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm just hoping for a big juju week. A big juju week's all we need. Maybe we'll get our first one in the season. Me and the Steelers. It'll be fun stuff. I do want to comment though. Rumor on the street. Rumor on the street is Des Bryant was telling everybody last night that he's not with the Patriots. Feels okay. good. So that, yeah. I, I believe that that means that he's not going to sign with the New England Patriots if he's yeah, the one spreading exactly this. As soon as I see Shefty tweet it, then I'll believe it. <laughs> yeah. Either Shefty or Rappaport, then I'm like, all right, now it's real. Till then, I'll keep waiting, watching. I was reading a Barstool art- article about that whole story about him telling everybody last night. And I was just like strolling through the comment sections. And one of the comments was Tom Brady to Des Bryant. New uh New England touchdown and it got me so excited. It got me so excited. <laughs> I read it in my mind in my announcer's voice and it sounded so perfect. So looking well, forward to that. If you didn't see, they did sign Corey Coleman, so there yeah. you have that. Watch out. Field. Third team's a charm is what I like to say. Third hey, when he played when he played for the Browns that first time around, he had a good few games until he broke his hand. <laughs> it wasn't awful. I do remember yeah. that name popping up. Aren't you a little biased, Murdoch? I mean, I did pick him up. That's, that's, why, that's why I picked him up. Because I had him. He was on the Browns the first time. And he, uh, fought, he, he put off a few good games. And I was like, yeah, oh, that, he's good. And then he yeah, that was a good year for you, too. Hey. He was, he was a bright spot in an otherwise dark season. <laughs> <laughs> Who finished with the best record in the league last year? I'm just saying. Hey, that's I don't okay. know. No, I finished with the best record in the league. <laughs> <laughs> I was not even sure. No, I knew. I just it wasn't answering. No, Ben didn't know. He was pointing to himself on the screen. Oh. I didn't see it. Oh, yeah, because I won the championship. You okay. won the championship. I, I won the regular season, which obviously doesn't mean anything. But I, I just want to hear it one more time. It should mean yeah. something, though. I think we could argue there could be some bucks thrown around. But uh, looking at the next yeah, game, we've got... Posthumously? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> Off camera. And moving into the next game, we got the 1-0 and boys going up. Eric's God Squad versus Scalise. Uh, Scalise, Scalise is a 12-point dog. Scalise, congratulations on being 1-1. One one. Last week was a big week for you. <laughs> if it, if it makes you really better, I think I was a 20-point dog. So, And I lost by 70. So you're in good hands. Fucking hell. New uh, Orleans plays fucking Cleveland. Good luck. Yeah. That's you a game what? like 80 points from Breeze and Kamara. Yeah. But the only thing that's... The three, the three Minnesota boys going to Green Bay. Yeah, that's going to be tough for him. That's going to be a tough one. He really is dialed into two teams, though, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he's only got, he's got New England, Minnesota, 
and then Gurley. And Both high-octane high off, high offenses, Minnesota and New Orleans. He, I mean, the only thing that's going to slow him down, what looks like right now, is potential injuries. Other than that, my man is going to steamroll his way <laughs> yeah. through the regular season. It's, un, it's unreal. Dalvin Cook, though, in all honesty, for, from what I remember watching that game, he didn't blow my mind. No, he was and, the weak. He was the weak spot on that roster. Yeah, and I and a lot of you know whenever we look at his team and we think it's so good, it's, it is because Dal- the name Dalvin Cook's there. But I mean, if he doesn't get it rolling anytime soon, you know the team isn't as Brady or Breeze isn't going to put up thirty points every week. He's going to put no. up a fair amount of points. But like you know, if you start only getting twenty points out of Breeze, and then Dalvin Cook gets you four points, doesn't show up, he, he the team gets brought back down to reality a little bit, and they become beatable, in my opinion. I mean, Gurley's. I'm turning around. I'm on Scalise because now I'm looking at it again. You're talking, Scott. I'm jumping in with you on all of those points. And Jaguars going to New England. Or no, Jaguars hosting New England. Which is going to be tough because obviously Jaguars have a great defense. But Tom Brady can hang 40 on anybody without realizing it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, I mean, Scalise may have a fighting chance. Of all the weeks to have it, I think this may be the chance to take down Eric. Uh, I, mean, I think I, I think points. 16 points for Goff is kind of a low projection. Yeah, I, I, mean, I agree. I, I think he can. I think he can hang some points on Arizona's defense. They don't have anybody that. I mean, they have an okay, they have an okay defense, but they don't have anybody that really stands out to me that's going to stop Goff. Right, but they don't have as scary a secondary as they used to have. Right. And the thing that with Goff is he has a really good defense working in his favor who gets him the ball, gets him a lot of possessions. And as long as that defense clicking, Goff's going to have a lot of opportunities to slang the ball and get it moving. Gurley, good check down receiver. Always, I mean, I guess it's kind of null and void with Gurley and Goff this week. Not totally because uh, Gurley's going to get his points on the ground, but a big part of Goff's game is checking down to Gurley. So it's yeah. going to be interesting to see how those points get distributed. But as long um, as they hang together, like as long it depends on how many uh, rushing touches Gurley gets. I mean, obviously he's going to get his, but if he doesn't score any touchdowns off the rush and it's only checkdowns from golf, then at least the points negate each other and that keeps Scalise in it. Yeah, and Ezekiel's always going to get his points, and then if you find a way to get another 20 points out of Jay Gay, um, it's a different, you know, it's it's a new ball game. Uh, there's a lot of potential for points on on his team, but at the same time there's also a lot of big potential to flop. With a few of those players. Yeah, I think Ajayi, Robinson, Stills, all three of them, you're either getting 10 or you're getting two. Like, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't think it's, they're kind of boomer bust kind of guys. Yeah. Right. And, and that, <clears throat> go ahead, I'm sorry. I just, no, I was just going to say too, Tana, first of all, if anybody was watching that game, the announcer kept calling him Tanny Hill. And I'm not sure if that's actually his name, but I promise you on everything I love in this world, they were literally calling him Tanny Hill. So from now on, he will be Tanny Hill. Tanny Hill, Tanny Hill was really slanging the ball against, uh, the Titans. Great. And the Titans, the Titans aren't a pushover defense. Um, so really Kenny still is like, like you said, he really could go off for a lot of points. He could get none, but he has another opportunity to get some serious points. They don't really have a ton of receivers there to take him points away from him. And what, and, uh, Delaney Walker, uh, turning his ankle into, a the, <laughs> the, the, the hands on a clock pointing yeah. till it's six o'clock. That was uh, gross. Yeah, that was, that was not a good one. Uh. So uh, the, my takeaway from that is Kenny Sills becomes an even bigger, uh, receiving threat in that offense. 
I'm with you there, bud. And then... Antio the, Lewis. So, Scott is all in on Scalise. I love it. He beat me, so I got it. You know, I got it. It doesn't sound as bad of a loss for me. But yeah. if, if anybody watched that game, too, you saw Dion looked good. He Dion looked good. good. He is. He's a shifty back. He is tiny, and that does leave him susceptible to injury, like Sean likes to say, praying that Derrick Henry gets more carries. But, I mean, if he can stay healthy, my man is shifty. Just shifty. That's all I got to say about him. I'm all in on Dion Lewis this week. Me too. Hard concur. All right, and then the marquee matchup for this podcast: Saquon Squad, Saquon Squad, Show Mac versus Football Guys Being Dudes, Adam Murdoch LLC. This it's a hell is, of a picture, Football Guys Being Dudes. I thought so. This is literally a pick 'em. It's point one. There's nothing that you can't get tighter than this. It's no, you one you, you pick favorite. Adam. You pick Adam. You're picking it this one. I hate the, I my team. I don't know. I'm so upset with those guys right now. John Gruden, what are you doing down there? Come on. Give him oh, boy Mario the fucking ball. Gruden, Gruden was the best player on the uh, on the, <laughs> on the Raiders. Did you watch that game? He was literally the best player. I thought Gruden did fine. Derek Carr fucking stinks. Stinks. Oh, loud on Derek Carr. They played St. Louis, though. They bought that defense. That's a fucking good defense. So yeah, we'll yeah, wait to see. We'll wait to see how they can play against other defenses besides going, St. Louis. They're going to Denver now. Doesn't care. They don't have a keep to leave. I ain't afraid. That's tough. That's tough. That, that thin, thin air up there. Yeah, and that thin air. People for you know people don't remember all the time about that thin air. No, yeah. I'm just hoping Jordan Reed fucking throws down for me. Nice old two tutty game will definitely help the boys. Yeah, but with the weather. It's pretty easy to look like a good defense, too, when the opposing quarterback's throwing to your cornerbacks as if they're his wide receivers. If anybody saw that Derek Carr interception at the end of the game, he absolutely 100% put money on the uh, L.A. uh, Rams money or spread. That's a big allegation. (laughs) I don't know if we want to throw that around. That was the most absurd, 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 Interception I've ever seen in my life. It was bad. I'm here. I'm here for it. All right. Look, it looks like we won't get Derek Carr on the podcast anymore. <laughs> no. Good. Check that one off. <laughs> How are you feeling, Murdoch? Uh, you know, it's it's one of those things that uh, it's obviously it can go either way because it's a it's a one point difference. But I'm liking what I saw out of Joe Mixon. I think that's going to be a thing all season long. Uh, it's Thursday night though. Things get weird on Thursday night. <laughs> Uh, so I'm trying. I'm sticking with the Saints defense. I think that was an anomaly. That yeah. was wild. I think they're too good of a defense to do that again. I, I don't. If you would have told me that the the Buccaneers were going to hang 50 points on them, I would laugh in your face right. for hours. But I mean, yeah. you know it happens. Um, it could be. Yeah. And they have Cleveland coming. Okay. We don't actually know what Cleveland can do because last week's game yeah. was absolute. Nobody knew that was coming. Right. I mean, you look at you look at Cleveland teams in the past that have been just trash, and they've played the Steelers tight. In Steelers, like, Super Bowl-winning seasons, they play the Steelers tight. It's just how the Steelers are. So I'm not convinced that they're that good of a team yet. So we'll see if the Saints D can hold their own against Cleveland, then I'll be then I'll be happy. But, uh, you know, I, I didn't even pick up an extra defense, actually. I thought about it, and I decided against it. I'm, I'm sticking with them. You got an open – yeah, you got it. Oh, that's your IR. Alshon's on the IR for Sean. Yeah, Alshon's opening on the spot. Sean, how does it feel yeah. to have Texans D and Derrick Henry? That's I mean, good I'm luck. Not worried. Texans D, worried. All, all I'm going to be needing is 
I'm just I'm picks. I don't have Deshaun Watson. We just need picks and fumbles from the wide receivers. Sean, you do recognize that every I have the Panthers defense on my bench too, so I can flip flop if I want. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, you do. I'm sorry, I didn't see it. Against Atlanta? Why don't you you try to tell me who I have on my own team, Ben? Atlanta looks pretty bad, Sean, so I would just put them in now because. Well, I have to go with projections so that I could be the favorite. Yeah, right. Matt Ryan's one of those dudes. (laughs) He can slink though too, so he can hang up a a few points on him. Yeah, 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 it's a toss-up. He looks drunk on Thursday, that's for sure. Ah, first game jitters. Yeah. Yeah, shake the rust off. He still has that yeah. Super Bowl hangover. Yeah. I thought Joe, I thought Joe Mixon's touchdown, I, I didn't want to interrupt, but I, you talked about him earlier and I didn't get an opportunity to say it, but I thought Joe Mixon's touchdown whenever he jumped over the line in the end zone, I thought, I thought the boy looked good. Boy looked like he was ready to play some NFL football. I like what I'm seeing from him. I mean, he's, he's the workhorse this year and with, you know, um, which one do they get rid of? Hill. Oh, yeah. out of there. I mean, that just gives him more opportunity. So I really do. I, re- I really am happy with that. I was I was very happy with that keeper selection. So hopefully it pays off the rest of the year. Yeah, they got perpetual. They they kept, they got rid of Hill and they kept the perpetual backup that is Giovanni Bernard. Right. I forget he's in the NFL every time. And I hear his name pop up. I got Gio. Good for him. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, he's like literally been the backup for Cincinnati running backs for like the past 15 years. Not even exaggeration. Absolutely. Him and him and Marvin uh, Marvin Lewis will never leave. <laughs> I genuinely I think Marvin Lewis has to have like like he fucked the or like a, something happened where he has blackmail on the owner of the Bengals because it doesn't make sense how that man right. can fuck up. The so only long. way the only way he loses his job is if Hugh Jackson comes back or if he dies or goes there. I mean, they yeah. love you. Like, they just love me. They love mediocrity. It blows my mind every time. He has like one of those sunset, uh, sunset clauses like you get in a marriage. You just gotta get to, they're just like, they're like, we can't cut him before this sunset, sun, otherwise we have to pay him a trillion dollars. <laughs> right, like he signed it in blood or something. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, gentlemen, that's your previews for the week. Moving into the top performers. Wait, before we get there, I do want to talk with something with Murdoch, because I know he's also an award-winning listener, and I know there's a few award-winning listeners that listen to this podcast. Murdoch, did you listen to the episode posted today? I didn't. I'm, I'm, I'm Oh, behind. my gosh. Damn it. Well, what's his the, – the, um, whoever they had, what's his name? Michael Bennett. He is the biggest beta cuck fuckboy I've ever seen, heard of, or existed in this world. He had the audacity – he had the audacity on that podcast to say he hates fantasy football. He hates how people <laughs> care more about their fantasy football teams and play than the players themselves. I've never hated somebody more in my life than I was when I was listening to that on the way home. I just wanted I thought maybe you'd listen to it. Just know that Michael Bennett, beta cuck, hates yeah. hates fantasy football. If you have the Eagles D, drop them. Well my my whole thing with that is uh not to get, you know, down a rabbit hole here. But, like, as an NFL player, I understand you don't like fantasy football sometimes because, like, you know, people tweet at you. They want you to get hurt. People tweet at you. Why did you do that? You ruined my team. Like, obviously, it's bigger than us. It's bigger than fantasy football. But at the same time, like, you know people are doing it. Like, let them have fun. Just enjoy it. It's like people betting on football. Like, you know people are betting on your games. Just let them do it. Let them enjoy it. 
It's money in their pocket, you know. It, it is. Fan interaction is what keeps their keeps their paychecks paid. And if, you know, fantasy football is one way to make that check a little bit bigger, I don't understand how you could ever, ever have an issue with it. And he was so adamant about it. It was just one of the most ridiculous things in the world. The, the, the example he used was, like, when a player tears his ACL, people don't feel bad for the person himself. They just feel bad for their fantasy football teams. Yes, you're fucking right. That is the goddamn truth. No one felt bad for me when I blew out my knee, you stupid son of a bitch. And I didn't have I a million dollar. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that, Murdoch. You know what? I do appreciate that. Uh, you have a, a, a multi, multi, multi million dollar paycheck that, that makes up for everybody that's upset that you got your, tore your ACL. It was a ridiculous comment by a ridiculous human being. And I, it had to be stated. Fantasy uh, football is higher, is better than the NFL itself. Yeah, I mean, look, I, you know, if, if you know, with, fuck, I don't know, um, like Saquon went down towards ACL, I'd be upset for him, that sucks, the guy's a good football player, he's fun to watch, he's not even on my fantasy team, but like, if, if Aaron Rodgers tore his ACL, I probably wouldn't feel that bad. <sighs> I just had a knock on a fuck ton of wood because of you, you asshole. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at your team, so I... Yeah, clearly. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Well, let's say Kamara. If Kamara tore his ACL, I'd yes, feel bad. that's he's that's electric. something everybody can cheer for. Yeah. Oh, I'd feel bad. He's electric. If Eric's tired and tore their ACLs, I would not feel that bad. Yeah, I sleep pretty. <laughs> I sleep pretty good that Sunday night. <laughs> Great going into next week. All right, but back to the back to the matter at hand. The top performers for last week, I called James Conner. Specifically, said he was going to have two tutties. I am the Oracle. Humble brag. Not a big deal. Sean said that Kamara was going to have 30. He did well, but did not have 30. Yeah, he did. Fucking cocksucker. Oh, he had okay. an over 30. He was the oh. second highest scorer this week. You can be Oracle 2.0. Because I went first. <laughs> <laughs> and then Scott said Jordan Howard. And then uh, Howard Murdoch, do you remember how many he had? Like 10? I think 10. Yeah, Tariq Cohen honestly of- looked better than him. Tariq Tariq Cohen looked That's what me and I was yeah. watching the game and talking to Ben, and I and I said I said something along the same lines that I just said, where I was like, Cohen is just looking like a beast. I don't think his stats reflected how well he was playing. Is just my only uh, argument to it. Whenever he was out there, he was always getting positive yards, and he looked he looked shifty, like my boy Dion. But yeah. nonetheless, I was definitely the uh, the weak link in that uh, that those predictions. <laughs> it's okay. This is this is where you get to bounce back. So, who wants to go first for the project for projections? Sean. Sean won last week. He goes first this week. All right, by all means. All right. Well, I'm taking this one personal. I'm going to take one. He will be the highest scoring running back. He's going to break off another long ass run, and New York's just going to pummel Dallas, and it's going to be all him in the second half. He's also going to have 30-plus points, so let's go. All right, let me write that down just to be sure. Scott, would you like Murdoch? Oh, Anybody no, have... Ben, me, and then Murdoch brings it up, the, the brings it to a close because he's the special guest. Very Perfect. That's a, you know what? That was a good call. I'm going to go with – there's no way D-Jack does what he did last week, so I'm not even going to touch him. Oh, <laughs> dude, Melvin Gordon going to Buffalo. You can go with somebody not on your team. Why would I? I'm rooting for my team. <laughs> you took mine. 
I mean, Melvin Gordon with Buffalo was going to be legendary. He's projected 19 or 14.6. Last week he put up 20 against Kansas City, who's not a horrid defense, not a particularly good defense, but not awful. So my money is 1,000% on Melvin putting – Melvin's going to do a 20-plus. All right. It's not a bad choice. Uh, I'm going I, I, I was going to say Melvin three touchdowns, just for the record. <laughs> you know what? I respect that. I'm going to put that in brackets next to it. So we can <laughs> I got I, – I have weather permitting because I still feel like there's a chance come Sunday that – uh, there could be a little bit of rain in Pittsburgh, but Patty Mahomes is about to light the Steelers' Dude. defense up. I'm not saying we're going to lose, but I'm just letting you know right now, the cornerbacks have never been a strong suit of our team, and Patty Mahomes, with the fast-ass wide receivers he has, is going to light us up. And Ben better be ready to answer. <laughs> All right, so weather permitting. <laughs> what are permitting? I'll put that in there just to be sure we're clear. Murdoch, do you have someone in mind? Uh, alright, so I, like I said, I was gonna go Melvin. <clears throat> so I respect that pick. Um, I'm doing a, a quick, uh, of course, take per- a look perusing right. the lineups very quickly just to see, uh, what did I want to we'll go say, with? my second pick was going to be, I think Yeldon is act, is going to get more touches this week because of the fact it's a hamstring injury. <clears throat> so that means if Fournette may not play that much. And plus, last week, whenever Fournette went down, Yeldon came in and put up 12. So I yeah. think Yeldon could show up again. I picked him up, obviously. Yeldon looked great, honestly. I watched that game from beginning to end, and Yeldon did not look bad whenever he came in. He's, an, he's a player that's... Super susceptible to injury, though. Pretty sure he yeah. had injuries at Alabama. He was at Alabama, correct? Yeah. Believe so. Yeah, pretty sure he had injuries in Alabama, and I know he had injuries in the beginning of his NFL career because I traded Eric for him. <laughs> so, feels bad. Uh, I'm going to take things in a little bit different direction. Uh, oh. Not not Just, necessarily a top scorer. A kicker. Because, no. Justin Tucker, I'll, nice choice. I should have. I should have. I should have. <laughs> I'm going to say that the Chargers defense either pitches a shutout or gives up single-digit points Woo! and just lights the Bills up. <laughs> what a call. All right. He's attacking okay. the Buffalo fans Josh, early. Do you think they're going to get to Josh Allen in his first career NFL start? I, I think they're going to rattle the guy. I think they are. Big hands. Yeah. I, Big you hands. Looks, looks good in shorts. So <laughs> if it was in L.A., say maybe. Because he looks good in shorts, but it's in Buffalo, so. Yeah, yeah definitely not in LA. You're not concerned about the time difference? I always get a little freaked out whenever, not like freaked out, and I know these guys travel a lot more than college kids because I think it's something that plays a role in the college game a little more, but you figure Phil, um, uh, San Diego, or not, they're the LA now, the LA Chargers are playing on a three hour time difference. It's definitely concerning, I think, because it, it is a factor. It definitely is. But I think that they get there early enough. I think they can they get there earlier in the week potentially. Yeah. Is that um, a one o'clock start? It is. Yeah. yeah. The ten a.m. start in uh, San Diego. Pretty sure they go to bed at like seven a.m. there. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's my call. I'm going with it. I'm going with it. it. It's more. I guess it's more of a bold prediction than a top performer. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick think- with. I think it's a fairly safe prediction. I mean, no, not like not an insult, but I think it's. I think that's a very reasonable pick. 
Yeah, we'll yeah. multiply their score by three so that it's comparable to a uh, a skill player's <laughs> score. Just to be fair. So it's comparable. Yeah, I mean, yes. Uh, shout out our single digits who put them at, what, nine? Pretty damn good points. Yep. Yeah. 30-ish points on the Scott scale. So it's impressive. 30-ish points on the Scott scale. That is impressive. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening this week. I wish you nothing but the best in everything you do in life. Commissioner, do you have any final thoughts for the people? I just want to congratulate everybody on a successful beginning of their season, win or loss. I feel every team performed well. And just some some strong words from a strong man, Chicago Bears uh, legend running back, Walter Payne. When you're good at something, you'll tell everyone. When you're great at something, they'll tell you. (laughs) I can't think of a better way to end it. You guys have a fantastic weekend. This is Benjamin Flock and the boys at Celeste and Dwight's Fantasy Football Podcast signing off. We too, bitch. I think I see where it's going with this one, eh? Hey, hey. Back, yeah, I did that. Still kick raps that cause impacts. So, where my kids at? These motherfuckers hating sounding funnier than Sinbad. I'm ill as the pills that they give you when you collapse. This, that, the other, kiss your mother with that mouth. We the assholes that she warned you about. We just storming the house, open doors to a cloud. Got an assortment of style, just be sure to this well. 6 30 in the morning, and there still ain't signs of slowing down. Twin sisters getting wasted, so they both are down. It's going down, thought I told you, man. If you trying to party, let me see you raise your There's hand. There's a party on Fifth if you tryna go, if you tryna go, I can be there in like 20. I'm a monk and then come running, cause we gotta hit the road. We gotta hit the road. Make sure you got a clean shirt, clean pants, new shoes. What you buy there, you choose. That's a party on Fifth Ave tonight, and that's what I'm trying to do. Hey, what's the difference between me and you? I know I'm believing you. I'm flyer than Beetlejuice. Don't count on the sheep to snooze. I'm fucked up off weed and booze. I party to sleep till noon. What everyday people do. So wait and see me in boots. Give me a week or two. See when you read the news, my bitches all sleeping new. My rhyme talent is why my album is fly. Your favorite record, you gon' put it aside. It's that old school shit sounding good in the ride. And fuck ten, I'm only counting to nine. Said it's that old school shit sounding good in the ride. So let's head out to the party out drive. There's a party on fifth. I can be there in like 20, I'm a monk and then come running Cause we gotta hit the road, we gotta hit the road Make sure you got a clean shirt, clean pants, new shoes Regardless what you buy there, you choose There's a party on Fifth Ave tonight And that's what I'm trying to do What's going on? There's a party Hope the neighbors don't mind us getting loud Homies to the left, all the ladies to the right We came to get down, we gon' do that now My light up shoes on, my light up shoes on My light up shoes on, they love the way my kicks flash This ain't the time to just sit back Cause there's a party on Fifth Ave There's a party on Fifth Ave If you go, I can be there in like 20 I'm a monk and then come running Cause we gotta hit the road, we gotta hit the road Make sure you got a clean shirt, clean pants, new shoes Party on Fifth Ave tonight, and that's what I'm trying to do.